0: Love Turtle Island, the time is now to get out, explore this weird, wild, occult esoterica that is North and South America, from Nunavut to Chile and Maine to Hawaii. Fire tribes, stand up and raise your torches high, let's illuminate our collective eye. Fresh off his own journey across this beautiful land is our returning guest, Homie Romy, one of two bright and bold hosts. On the Rising from the Ashes podcast, I'm Mystic Mark, and thank you for tuning into this episode of the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast.
1: The more we look into this shit, and that secretism, man, that is backing belief on belief. A lot of these times, these these buildings, you know, like the Star force or the state capital buildings, or you know, these buildings. They're built on ancient papered ley lines, which or ancient sacred mound sites. So that's paperism, right? That is secretism. It's stacking culture on culture. It's like, why did we tear down this thing that literally was a graveyard and had fucking bones in it? There's something going on in fucking Las Vegas? Because living out in Hawaii, what I did notice is that there's... There's certain connections to different land masses. Like, for some reason, Las Vegas when you are in tune with your spirit, that's ultimate free will! You're doing your ultimate sojourn bro, your ultimate fucking expound exploration on the fucking cosmos,
0: on the earth,
1: in your consciousness, you know, it's like, it's all facile. Everything is fucking factual, man, it's like jumping into a pool of jello, man, it's like, woohoo! And so anyways, there's correlation to the places that we travel,
0: And you are tuning in to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. That's right, I'm Mystic Mark. Connecting yet again with the homie, Romy, and I should say, synchronicity. Synchronicity Synchronicity. Synchronicity has been a factor since the genesis of the Mystic Mark Homie Romy connection. You see, there's a podcast that Homie Romy and I both like called The Higher Side Chats. And Homie Romy called in and left Greg a message. I happened to also leave a message that same week and Greg played our messages back to back. This was before I ever met Homie Romy. We made the connection as you do in post with most synchronicities, hindsight's 2020, as they say. But here we are in 2022, and Homie Romy jumped right into this episode talking about Hawaii, talking about the spirit of the land, talking about his recent trip to Florida. Now this episode might not sound as clean as, as crisp and as clean and as crisp as usual, but hey, have some patience for the homie Romy. We called in over the phone. He is in a remote location connected to Gaia herself. So I hope you feel that energy channeled through this conversation with my brother from the Fire Tribe. Co-host of the Rising from the Ashes podcast, Homie Romy. Here yet again, enjoy.
1: fortunately so, is an alchemical superhouse and a military powerhouse and a political ploy. Mm. Every country wants Hawaii because it's literally a military base in the middle of the ocean, halfway between all the major continents, right? So, I mean, like, it was basically like America grabbed it because, you know, America is the occultic fucking baby her monkey league her monkey pot butthole fuckery all of the occult shit ever happened through history you her monkey america. america they fucking
0: what do you mean by uh, that alchemical Francis bacon it's the alchemical island what what does that mean because well, of all the the activity with the volcanoes and yeah. whatnot
1: yeah 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 exactly i mean that's what that's my opinion, you know, is, and this has been synchronistically popping up through the podcast realm recently. Our boy Zertis just did a video on this the other day, and he's been, and I'm sure has been on the volcano kick for a while, you know, but Vulcanism, Vulcan worship, uh, and Vulcanelli is a clear play. It's a pseudonym. Like he was, you know, one of the most famous alchemists of the 19th century leading into the late twentieth century, the alchemist, alchemist survival and whatnot, but yeah. yeah, Vulcan worship, man. And you know what I think it really is is, you know, when you go out to the big island or you go out to these places where there's active volcanic activity, I mean the vibes are just very clearly very real. You can't not experience the vibes, the heavy magnetism of lava and magma. I mean it very real and and what happens when you're out there like i've experienced you know people having to leave the island because they're having such crazy things happen to them like people will have really insane experiences when they visit hawaii especially when they try to move there and what they say is tele who is the volcano goddess in the polynesian canon she will either you know eat you up and spit you out or she'll eat you up and, and swallow you, and you'll be absorbed within like that kind of energy and that vibe. And luckily enough, I have been uh, swallowed whole. So I'm blessed every time I go out there, and there's a massive amount of informational downloads I have when I'm on the island, and that's why I'm trying to go back. But I'm so used to torturing myself and being a pragmatic fuck now every time I leave, I don't go back for a couple of years because I'm like, you know what, maybe there's something me out here in the mainland. No.
0: All oh, there isn't pain. Oh uh, man. Cause... Sounds like you've been you've been away from your motherland too long, homie Romy. You need to get back to Homie Hawaii, dude.
1: Oh, goodness. Well that is that's the whole and the reason why I'm trying to do this thing like Literally, I got offered property, and it was ridiculously me not to accept this gracious gift from an incredible man who I love dearly, Todd. Shout out, sir, he's probably not listening because I don't think he's ever listened to a podcast, ever. Shout out to Todd. Oh, what magical, that was airy music, beautiful goodness
0: hopefully that um, reaches out into the clouds and cool. connects with todd
1: dude he is a psychic man he has had dude like it's a whole crazy synchronicity and how i met this guy too and you know shout out to him because he is battling kidney cancer right now and uh, he is doing better but like yeah you know it's, it's right when you have to go to the doctor and you have to fucking yeah and you have to have them tell you that you know and like, is it real? Probably. But also, are the doctors helping? I don't know. I just don't know anymore, man.
0: Gotta get him that Rick Simpson oil, right? Oh, shit. You know what Rick Simpson oil is? Yeah, dude. I have some. What do you mean? Oh, oh man, that's some powerful lessons. Yeah, it's funny. There's a, a homie of mine who I only met through this podcast. He started listening to the podcast and was like, Hey, idiot, I live two towns over. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. And then, you know, he's just like talking shit in the YouTube. I'm like, who's this jerk? Ends up being a really cool guy who I've worked with a couple of times now. Uh, well, more than a couple now. But yeah, he's like a stonemason. He he knows a few people and he's got some good weed, bro. So, but he hooked me up oh. with the, with the capsules, the RSO capsules. And I took some. Power. I took some last night because I was feeling a little out of, out of, sync, you know. And oh, I slept like a baby. Woke up this morning, kind of laid in bed for a little bit and just listened to podcasts. And and here we are now chilling. It's four o'clock.
1: Dude, that's fucking crazy, man. I I think we're all kind of connected through this cloud, you know. Dude, because like last night was the same for me, but I had to take a bath in order to sleep. Like, I was, like, restless, and then I woke up and was just having really deep dreams, and then I was, like, didn't want to get the fuck out of bed,
0: but my dog woke me up, and he was like, okay, so that's today, but did you have any dreams last night? Unfortunately, none that I could remember.
1: Well, the RSO got you.
0: (laughs) Right in that REM, dude. The RSO for the REM went. Do you think that the RSO can, like, bring on wilder dreams? Is that why you asked? Well, I mean, I think cannabis
1: affects everybody differently. Like, some people will stop having dreams when they, you know, when they smoke more cannabis and or whatever, however you can take it. And then other people will have the opposite, and they'll have incredible, like, you know, Psychedelic dreams or what have you. of that dreams aren't all psychedelic on the house. But yeah, so I was just curious about your uh, physiology and
0: whatnot. Thank you. Well, my physiology is very unique. So who knows? Maybe we could do a podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe we could do a podcast about that on your show because I know you take more of a a focus on the human body on your the Patreon exclusive show, right? <laughs>
1: Man, I've, I have switched.
0: Ooh, it's new age. now? You, you got a new You got a new format, new style? What's different? Well,
1: you, you remember I was going to do, like, I was going to do, uh, what was they going to call it? Moral Moral. Right. And it was going to be all about the dentist industry and stuff. But now I'm on that new work that I'm doing with the antiquated transhumanism mm. and archaeology. So really looking into the, you know, the antique attack and the archaeology stuff, I talked with my first archaeologist.
0: That was awesome. Bro, can I tell you, though, like between me and you as podcasters, very smart. Very smart decision. Go with what your audience is receptive to. Not that I I don't know how you're... Uh, podcast is received i don't look at your analytics there's no way for me to do that but i would take a wild guess and say that people are more interested in that than they are oral health as much as they want to as much as they should be in you know interested in oral health i mean take it from me i should be too it's just you know that tends to be one of those subjects that people get a little uncomfortable with you know like they start learning too much and they're like ah, oh, shit, I'm not doing what I should be doing, right? Whereas Antiquitech, everybody can relate to that. Nobody's going to get a little squeamish on you. So I don't know if that weighed in or factored in at all, but that, at least from a pro-podcaster perspective, I think you made a smart pivot. <laughs>
1: well, I I think that was my my guided intuition or my, my little fear guides that were like, hey, no one gives a shit about oral health. Uh, <laughs> They should that... Be sure. Let me tell you something, everyone listening, okay? Don't get a root canal that, that's terrible. Don't even go to the fucking dentist unless you have a serious issue. Unless you have mouth decay and, you know, severe nerve damage and you need to get something dug out, just, just try to fucking get your minerals and mineralize your body and, you know, it's, it's a very corrupt system. You know, and it's made for you to to go and come back. Like we need you to come back every few months so you can give us money because our jobs are basically pointless.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. all no, you Dennis, though, you guys are great. Uh, I hate I hate Dennis. So you should. I'll send you a picture of what these <laughs> hacks did to my mouth. But what? Uh, no. Yeah. hate that. Yeah, bro. I'm missing like three or four teeth, bro. Nobody would notice. You wouldn't notice because they're back teeth, but um, those are the more important teeth. So it's kind of uh, yeah. I'm not too happy about it. I make do. A lot of my teeth are a little beat up. You know, got some cavities. And I'll tell you what. Ever since I started to remineralize my mouth, ever start since I started using things like coconut oil and and getting a high like fat diet, calcium and and meats like good proteins and and fats from animals i have noticed uh, a severe increase in my oral health like the, the that's fucking awesome yeah the especially the probiotics that made a huge difference as soon as i started having yogurt with high calcium high fat and obviously probiotics it just totally reduced all of the discomfort that I had because yeah you know I'm a smoker I definitely ca- ate a bunch of junk food and candy when I was a teenager so that left me with a pretty rotten no pun intended foundation for my oral health and then yeah it just it took a while to sort of correct a lot of those mistakes and drinking clean pure water as opposed to you know like soda or juice or something has also made a big difference there's a while where I only drank water, and I just cut all of those beverages out of my life. And now the worst thing I drink is this like whole foods soda that I get every now and then when I want to be like, you know, cheat day. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 Soda is
1: so fucking delicious, and it's so terrible. Ginger ginger. beer, which is like the best of all the things, in my opinion, it's it's got like the most sugar out of all soda, and I'm like, fuck!
0: See now here's the thing, brother. I don't know if they have this out your way, but we have up here on the East Coast something called birch beer. And Oh
1: my god, stop it. That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, it's like root beer, but it's it's better. And there's all there's other there's few different types. There's like red birch, white birch, black birch. But they're basically like tree saps that they use to make soda, which seems like It could be healthy. I mean, I don't know how much time we want to spend talking about this because we were going to talk more about Hawaii. But, you know, look at the names of these beverages, tonics, right? The sparkling water like these are these are things that don't sound bad. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the sugar, the carbonization, obviously not good for us. But I mean, is there a reason why these sodas used to be like health drinks? So alchemy,
1: alchemy, alchemy, food. So when you, so like you said earlier, when you started having the more probiotics, right, you started to heal your mouth and you have a, this is the problem with modernity is the marketing and the psyops, the literal sugar companies, like, you've and you've gone down that rabbit hole where, like, the sugar companies were literally paying doctors and university professors to do big speeches and make fake reports on, like, Kellogg was huge on that. The guy, mm. Kellogg, who started the Kellogg cereal, and we were just hired these scientists, and they fucking forged these documents saying that sugar is fine, sugar is this, that in the age of indoctrination after World War II and during World War II and that whole propagandic proposition, you know, time period and gap. But the real age of indoctrination, in my opinion, the modernity of what we have now, started in the late 16th fucking century. And it's been a slow die out when basically the death of alchemy, when alchemy itself, when the spirit and the science got taken out and separated, that's when the age of indoctrination really truly started, in my opinion. And then you have, you know, it fractalizes out to where we're at now, with so the high digital age, you know, and look at the fucking eighties, dude. Pepsi, Doritos, you know, all this shit. And it's just like fucking like chemical lab made. It is alchemy, but it's not natural fucking organic alchemy of like fermenting fucking milk products or fucking making tonics and special water. And dude, I'm literally, I'm, I'm sorry I'm crossing your right. i so caffeinated today, but I'm like, I've I got a copper still. Okay. And today was literally the first time I've used it. And I I have a big rosemary bush out front of my house. So I fucking went and cut a bunch of rosemary. And I'm like, I'm going to use it because I've been looking at the copper still for like two months. afraid Afraid of it right? Like, I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Don't want to fuck up. People say they blow up. Like, I, I just want to make essential oils. Like, I, it can't be that hard, but I'm fucking kind of intimidated by this copper spill. It's like research alchemy, bro, you know? Like, I look at these fucking old alchemical hermetic pictures, and it's all filled. All have it filled. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm not a fucking alchemist, you know? But anyways, so I put the Mary in, fucking basic. And then I put some water in there, and I fucking put the pot on low. And what do you know? Oil starts dripping out of the tube, and I'm like, "Dear Lord, this is crazy." I'm doing it. Right like, now, my feet were soaking in my fucking favorite foot soaking hot pot with the rosemary hydrosol. And it's a lot stickier than I had imagined. But dude, we used to live in a fucking time where the food that we ate was all probiotic. It was aged meat, charcuterie, cheese, dairy various tonic drinks meads with fucking special herbs yarrow meads, you know what i'm saying like we need to fucking revert back to the days of true album
0: boom dude and don't apologize for being too caffeinated this is the homie romie we all need we need highly caffeinated homie romie what are you caffeinating yourself with not soda right coffee Oh, I yeah, a coffee. I, know I, know a a coffee. coffee I, I love it so bad. I love, I love it. it too. But that's thats the thing is we get such a fractionalized view of how food and all these things come into our life that alchemy seems like this foreign, magical thing when actually once you fully understand this process, you see it happening in all different aspects of our life. Alchemy is something that is just going on. It's another word for, m- like, mixture, right? Like, anytime things yes. are in proximity to one another, there's an alchemizing that takes place.
1: Yes. Yeah, tra- a simple transference of
0: energy, right? Or, like, an exchange. Mm. Well, but even things that are seemingly mute or not energetic like there's an alchemy if you leave something in the ground and then it becomes a fossil you know like that you're changing one thing to another it becomes like calcified or you know like it's it's amazing that we've been manipulated to the point where you know they can tell us sugar this thing that is kind of like a solvent right is totally fine and good for us meanwhile on the cellular level this thing is like literally eating away at us it's like causing our cells to go nuts over over it and then they like kill themselves with it am i generalizing too much, <laughs> way too hard. They're rising
1: way too hard. Dude. It's OB on the sugar. It's a fucking rage inside your liver. They're just like, yeah, baby. Fucking, really? And they're just, bomb bomb fucking the cells. They're just like, fuck your heart. I really went the drum. My bosses. Yeah, dude. My bosses slash like roommates right now. Boss, roommates, who even knows, right? It's fucking alchemy living. It's alchemy living with people. But they're at lightning in a bottle right now. They fucking are at this huge festival in California and i'm out here watching the farm solo
0: so oh so you cool. can you could just be so that's all right so lightning in a bottle is that an alchemy or is is that a music festival what is it to, is it or oh it's a music festival okay okay you're saying that because okay cuz i'm picturing you right now on the farm full domain no one else is there so naturally there's no need to wear clothes so you're probably running around the farm naked you got (laughs) you got farm animals there you got all kinds of plants what's what's going on homie Romy? give us a sitch give us a scene dude you guys
1: this is like there's been so many fucking things so we're getting ready for this show tomorrow with Gabe and Juan and Comet and from Parano- Paranoid American Comet. And I, I was like, I told them, I just went to Florida for my first time not too long ago. Who's Dave? I I was there. Huh? Dave who? Dave? What do you mean? Did I say Dave? Yeah, did you mean Dan? No, 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 no. You say Gabe. Oh, Gabe, Gabe. I'm like, Dave. who
0: the hell is Dave?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, David Plate, I think, was just on Grimerica. That's Andreas, their cousin's me.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, that's Andre, who Andreas says is a supercomputer, which is quite a high compliment, right?
1: I agree. Yeah, when we did that, we did the Wizard of Oz breakdown, and then all the audio got lost. Like, besides Andreas' audio, so I was just like, okay, whatever, fucking cloud fairies, the ether Perry, to just fucking do whatever with our podcast. They gave me the only we do this as audio, but David Plate was on there, talking way more there, Andrea. Like, that guy was just like going off on Hebrew, and I was just like, "Is this just into theosophy and L. Frank bomb at all, but it was really great content and then it fucking got lost. That's the only David I know. Sorry about that side tangent.
0: Mm. No, that is interesting. Yeah, definitely Folks should check that out to the grimerica Outlawed, uh, episode 83, David Plate. I haven't heard David yet, but yeah, that's unfortunate. So you're going to re record that hopefully in the future, get those two guys back on. But what are you doing with the, with Gabe, Juan, and Thomas?
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay. So I went to Florida and was just mind blown. Okay. So recently we're gearing up for the month on, on RFTA for syncretism, which is, peter shampoo's term or i think he just kind of rejuvenated it with his amazing work syncretism
0: Um, like like what santos bonacci talks about
1: Ooh, i need to dig more into bonacci well it's basically where the term itself is defined
0: let's just make sure we're both spelling the same word because there might also be another word that has more to do with time But as far as I know, and I'm only saying this because I just listened to Santos Bonacci on tinfoil hat and he was very quick to correct Sam Triple E, because you know how Sam can be sometimes. You've been on Sam's podcast before. He may have even mispronounced your name. I don't know how he could, but he he does a you know, quite a fun job of mispronouncing things and names and he called it a sync. Synchronism and and Santos was like no 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 this is syncretism which is the fusion of mm-hmm. differing systems of belief and you're saying that that Peter shampoo That's exactly right That's exactly right Peter shampoo sort of innovated this in some way which I don't doubt but I cannot agree and I don't think anyone would agree that Peter originated this because here on Wikipedia no, no, no. which we don't trust Wikipedia but they're you know they, they at Wikipedia. The, okay, okay, yeah, you have to check it out. Yeah, they say I mean, syncretisms, you know, it's more of a thing that happens within philosophies. It's not so much something yeah. that one person was like, okay, I'm a syncretist and, and here's how. But nowadays we have guys like Santos and Peter Shampoo who do a great job of, of applying syncretism to all these different varied beliefs and traditions that seem different but actually are very, very similar. So you're doing a whole month of episodes on syncretism. That's awesome. We gotta definitely get Santos in touch with you, Roman. Good thing uh, you got. Uh, yeah, please. Good thing you got your boy on the case. I'll hook it up. I
1: fucking love you, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. So, but, but let me explain and retract my statement here a little bit because here's who was the one who introduced me. To the, term the okay.
0: All right. Well, I'm sorry to to try to make you look like a goddamn fool when you're not.
1: No, absolutely. I'm a fucking fool. Come on, now. You guys know me, but
0: that, that's the beautiful thing of it. I'll, I'll got to start it. somewhere. We all got to start as a fool on the beginning yeah. of the tarot cards. So no, exactly. And sometimes, sometimes we all got to play the Hayoka, the sacred cl- clown, right? So, so yeah, we yep. get that. We get that. It's, it's a bit too rob You fucking troll on you. Right. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's something else. That's the guy. That's the guy I was just talking about that gave me the RSO capsules. He's the same from. Yeah, that's the truth. That was <laughs> out of troll. My man. But anyway, spit spit the truth, homie. Let's let's hear what what you're okay, gonna be talking so, about.
1: So okay, we well 'cause because by the time that this you put this out, I think the other episode will already be out, so I can kind of spill some. In June. wait, you're not gonna post this. This will be
0: out either, yeah. This will be out the first or second week of June.
1: Okay, perfect. Okay, sweet. So, I, will, I went to Florida and was fucking mind blown because you know, you, you start to realize how much of a fucking bot you live in when you travel right when you get to go places especially you know all the way across to the other coast you you start to notice like wow okay being born and raised on the west coast they really do paint a picture of everywhere else being you know the shitty like everywhere else is shitty compared to the west coast it's what you get taught when you grow up here and that's what we talk about as a kid you know you want to have pride in where you live so it's just kind of like fuck yeah like west coast only you know whatever right so I'm, i've traveled a lot in my adult life and learned. From Shadowlands. And I went to Florida for my first time, but the interpretation of Florida that he had beforehand
0: would have been basically the reputation. Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Florida, Florida man, I could buy any shotgun I want from Walmart right now.
1: <laughs> uh, and it, eating your face with for the
0: zombie thing. And, like, I got 10 crocodiles that. in my front yard. I dug them out myself. That's probably a bad. That's probably not how people in Florida sound, but up here where I live, we just make anyone south of Maryland sound <laughs> like that.
1: I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty much. I think once you get past the fucking Mason Dixon line, because even though we're here, man, it's like we yeah. make fun of Southern California how they talk. You know, like mm. oh, God, sick, dude. trying to go out and feel good and trying to on some shit.
0: Oh, man. You know. Righteous, dude. Yeah, here's the thing, man. What you don't understand is, <laughs> I know, I know it. Well, <laughs> I love it, dude. We have, which is crazy
1: to think that in this, I mean, I guess not really, it's not crazy, to think, but it's fun to think about all the different accents. It's America crazy to think about.
0: how they could all just like become what they are in seemingly such close proximity to one another i mean maybe the west coast is not the best example of this but you can go to a place like boston or new york city and they literally have like neighborhood accents like people from so, one another neighborhood sound like this and another neighborhood they sound like this so yeah i'm at it right. it is weird and being in connecticut we're kind of like the one group of people <laughs> who don't have a strange accent amongst like six or seven different strange accents like tony was just on the podcast from the reality ours podcast he's got like a rhode island accent and then we got you know ron from new england with the new hampshire accent like it's just it's wild and then you talk to like andy from the deep share podcast and he he sounds pretty normal you know like and he's like right yeah. in the middle of those two dudes and you know i, I feel the same way so yeah anyway so People sound funky. We got past that. Florida, though, has probably the most unique reputation of any state. I yeah. don't think any state has quite the reputation that Florida does. I mean, from beautiful skyscraper dance parties on the roof, cocaine, and you know, boats and yachts to to backwater alligators and shotguns and airboats. You know, I mean, it's it's a hell of a hell of a state. Well, the, okay, so here's the, a big connection that Gabe is bringing to
1: the table. He's talking to the table with my paradigm about Florida and California. So what I started noticing about the construction and the basic modern invention of Florida was all from this man named Henry Flagler, and he was he's known as the father of Miami, which you Know obviously the name Maya, me, Maya, me is a place from the Mayans, you know, and the mother of Hermes and all of that. So, I'm being the father of Miami or Miami, because it's Miami actually at one point was spelled uh, with a it's changed, like I, I think it's more of an indigenous spelling of it. And so, it, it, you know, you can go deep to, to look at things, but just the surface layer, uh, and surface level of this man, Henry Flagler, is. Who is John D. Rockefeller's right-hand man and the co-founder of the Standard Oil business. So he was just as rich as Rockefeller. And so he established all of the Atlantic coast of Florida. He founded Palm Beach. He founded Miami, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Daytona Beach. And he basically built a railway, the first railway ever, all the way from New York, all the way down To the construction of the fucking Panama Canal and connected Cuba. Because what do you know? This is at the the fucking time that all of that was going on. And he literally built this whole thing after his whole life in Standard Oil. So he did this work up until he was 80 and he croaked on the scene. And his death was a big fucking deal. And they did a whole like European play on where they take, you know, the casket to a rotunda and they do a ceremony. Similar to the John McCain ceremony that you see, it, you know, it's just high, it's very high political or high money, high powerful people that that do this type of ritual because they know that spirit whirls and travels and and fears. spirits, spirit travel and spheres and they travel in circles, so that's why they need to be in rotunda. All the doors need to be open, windows open, every area to the outside needs to be open, and it needs to be in a rotunda. And that's why the buildings with the domes have that shape on top with the antenna because the spirits will travel through the antenna. And that's why in cathedrals you have spires because they walk in spirals, circles around the labyrinth coming down from the magnetic energies of the dome. And this it's a very old practice, right? And so he built the first luxury hotel in all of Florida, in St. Augustine, called the Ponce de Leon, which is the most haunted fucking building in St. Augustine, his ghost is said to be there because that's where the Rotunda is. And the funny enough story about the architect that he had to structure that fucking hotel, which was his dream baby, because he actually died passed away, I think, in Palm Beach at his actual home. But they brought his body to the ceremony at the Ponce de Leon Hotel. And that whole service got disrupted. And... It's a whole story that I won't I won't get into now, but so he built these luxury hotels and basically was just spending millions beyond millions of dollars while making very little in return because he was so rich from being John D. Rockefeller's and, and a co founder and partner to John Rockefeller of the Standard Oil Business. He was one of the richest men of all time. He was studying occult massively. If you look into these characters, you know that there's occultic backgrounds and some sort of like kabbalistic situation that ties to these people. You know, it's hard to find these things on the internet, especially now when things are fucking scrubbed left and right. But, you know, if you think that Johnny Rockefeller is going to do these things, then Henry Flagler very well may be. And it's funny enough, when they started doing business together, Johnny Rockefeller was at the age of 25 and Henry Flagler was at the age of 33. And they would want to work together every single day. And those are some of the highlights that Johnny Rockefeller wrote about in his memoirs and in his books that when him and Henry Flagler would walk to work every single day. You know, he was 33, he was 25, he was a fucking mentor to Johnny Rockefeller. That's who Henry Flagler was. And so had all this shit, the, the, the Eastern Florida Coastal Railway, all of that, goes into the Panama Canal. You know, he connects all of Florida. He's the father of Miami. He's a very important figure. He sent his architect to go to Spain to study and observe ancient architecture. And to learn there, so he could come back and build the Ponca de Leon, right? Before he you know, established all of Florida, he made the Ponca de Leon at St. Augustine, the oldest founded city by the Spanish, but had a star fort in it too. I went to the fucking star fort. That's the oldest town in America. It's St. Augustine, Florida. Look it up. I don't give a fuck. That's what they say. And so there's significance to this town. And the story is okay. so I'll speak back to the architect, so he sends his architect out to Spain to do this study. That sounds kind like of, a fucking initiation. It's like, dude, you're literally an architect. And like I said earlier, I talked to my very first architect archaeologist, same thing because he has he's literally an architect and an archaeologist on the Patreon show. And I was just like, dude, like I have so many questions. Like, you know, are, are, are all architects basically initiated? And he said, you know, he's like, not really. But, you know, you can choose to go that route if you want. You can choose what type of job you have when you get these careers, right? You can be a doctor who decides to practice ill medicine and go a certain way, and you'll find people who will support you, that have higher-up jobs than you. In an architect realm, you can choose to be a fucking stonemason and go that whole route and try to get your fucking hand dealt in the initiatory process uh oh fucking not nah. you could just be somebody who's designed and faith. like you know like you could be that guy anyways Harry reports was very much studying the cool i mean dude you go into this fucking papa de leon and it's everywhere the art is insane it's fucking insane and i'll post a picture on telegram later of the rotunda dude and it's just like all these gods and you know there's so much Atlantean undertones going on. And, you know, I, I start to think about Francis Bacon's book, New Atlantis, that he basically died while he was writing. He never got to really finish it, but you have pieces of it. And the and the concept of the New Atlantis is, you know, Francis Bacon said Manly P. Hall that, Frank right. Bacon was a fucking real legitimate son, but the bastard son of Queen Elizabeth. So Francis Bacon, in my opinion, is a fucking student. Name. We don't know his goddamn name, but that's why he created English and was fucking friends with John D and all this shit. And I thought, dude, it is going down, but we got the news. I'm telling you, bro. We got the news. But the connection between California and Florida is the golden calf. The click a gabe is talking about that in his four most recent videos, this connection between California and Florida. And it's like California, Florida. There's the L, there's the the CA, you have the Calf there, you have these connections. And dude, I don't I don't know, dude. It's just crazy the more we look into this shit. And that's stigmatism, man. That is backing belief on beliefs. A lot of these times, these, these buildings, you know, like the, the starports or the state capital buildings or, you know, these buildings, they're built on ancient sacred ley lines, which or ancient sacred mound sites. So that's secretism, right? That is secretism. It's stacking culture on culture. It's like, why did we tear down the thing that literally was a graveyard and had fucking bones in it? Why? We know it's a graveyard. Why are we doing construction on top of these bones? Why don't we do it? Fucking a hundred miles or a hundred feet to the west, you know, not on the graveyard, but you're digging out bones because you have to flatten these things, dude. Like you find bones in them. These were ancient uh, indigenous burial sites. So black secretism. This whole country is fucking secretism. Everything we know in American history is all fucking occult Twilight language. I swear to God, and we're living in a fucking simulation potentially who knows the cosmic code man the cosmic fucking fabric
0: dude <clears throat> i wish that was going for just another minute because that whole time like i thought you're gonna end it and i was like i was just gonna say boom and then i'm like you know what i need a, a boom sound effect so i'm like on my computer i'm like homie Romy, we gotta punctuate this with an explosion boom you know but you did it dude wow that is crazy and it just goes to show you man like like when when did we meet bro like it's it's more than a year it's been more than a year since the synchronicity of us both being on the same higher side chat joint sessions but I think I think it's been it's been about a year since we've been friends you know and and over that time we've both learned so much man and it is so cool to see like how you taking all of this knowledge that you've been gathering and on the fir- like the first place you go to you're just like boom 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 finding all this cool stuff and it speaks to what we're doing here in our podcast community building up this education that's been suppressed you know and and it shows dude you're demonstrating it just by everything you just shared with us like wow kudos to you man i think we need more listeners to corroborate you know like that's the thing that yeah yeah i want to encourage more is is for people to get out there because undoubtedly florida is a big state so we got people listening in florida our buddy lives in Florida. Thomas uh, Owen Hunt lives in Florida. A lot of guests live in Florida as well. Jeff from uh, the shadow band podcast. He's down there in Florida as well. But yeah, you know, those are all folks who could probably shed a little more light on this kind of stuff. And, you know, obviously the Atlantean connection is there. It's in Arizona, but when we come out as far as Hawaii or the Pacific Ocean, we're talking about potentially a whole nother ancient civilization, the ancient civilization of Mu, and what's so cool, dude, and I'm going to, hold on one second, I'm going to go grab this book.
1: Oh, man, dude, hold on, oh, shit, In Atlantis Connection, what, I mean, Mu. go,
0: hold on, there it is. Dude. Really, baby. Yes, I found this book about the Mayan-Atlantis connection, Queen Mu and the Egyptian Sphinx by Les Plongions, Augustus Le Plongions. And then I found in that same bookstore on that same day, this book right here, The Sacred Symbols of Mu by James Churchward. And what oh, struck me is how similar... The cultures are Mu Mai, so I don't think yep. you're you're going too far. You're venturing too far out of the realms of possibility by saying maybe there is some kind of land energetic spirit, homie Romy, that you have connected to. That is pushing you to go and you know connect with these other places that have an energetic resonance with the place you're in right now, California, Hawaii and, and Florida. I mean, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if Peter Shampoo has a, a freaking ley line lining the three up. But there's something going on, dude, because living out in
1: Hawaii, what I didn't notice is that there's there is certain connections to different land masses. Like for some reason Las Vegas, Nevada it's a place that a lot of Hawaiians like to go to to travel. Like, just, I mean, like Hawaiians, like real brothers, like uncles, aunties, brothers, and sisters. You know what I mean? Like, fucking. Well, no, they they will gamble, but okay. also like it's just a place. So there's there's a there, but the thing a connection to the, the desert. Out of it, is a huge magnetism. Like, there's something going on in fucking Las Vegas. But what I was thinking about when you were bringing it up with all the people in the podcast community, and I want to do this. So everyone listening, we're all a community and we're all building and shit. And I love it. And so we should do like you and me, Mark, straight up, maybe, maybe someone else, sooner. You know, but like we should ask people to reach out to us in a certain area and we'll bring them on the show and we'll both
0: interview them. You know, we're starting, we think about that. I love it. I love it. I want to pause the recording and maybe even talk about this off the air, or we'll just remember to bring it up when we finish recording. But yeah, I have an idea for something like that. And I think it'd be cool if we, if we included other podcasters somehow, but if you and I were the sole co-hosts, I think that would be great. And we, we interview people based on where they are, you know, esoteric America podcast. I don't know. I'm already saying too much. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get
1: back to this because that's, that's, let's put a bow on that. Let's put a bow on that. That's beautiful.
0: Right on. But, when it comes to Not on the other thing. But when it comes to yeah. Hawaii, like you got all of this resonance there. You got residents. do you, so considering your relationship with Hawaii, do you feel the same thing with Vegas? Have you have you been to Vegas? Do you notice that with Vegas? Or is that are you saying that it's it's something about like the natives to Hawaii?
1: No, I think it I think when you're born somewhere, so I so this is gonna go a little deep because now we're now we're getting pretty deep because now we're talking about spirits and soul and what and and reincarnation and stuff because you know you have to expound a little bit and because everything's tackle. and so depending on what our spirit itself is, if you come into this earth with a specific amount of spiritual resonance from your past life or whatever is the thing that controls your ultimate soul and spirit, and you get to choose. So a lot of people think that you get to choose when and where you're born very specifically. And when you kind of correlate that to the Zodiac and the understanding of the Zodiac, which, let's be honest, has been around for fucking centuries. So I respect our ancestors, and I respect ancient texts. That's why I love them. They're mysterious, but they're also telling so many fucking. So I love zodiac stuff and I love astrology, right? And and I'm I'm a I'm a woo woo kind of like I hate the new age shit and all the fucking graphic gets, but there's a lot of shit that some of those hippies, you know, are talking about some ancient vedic goodness or just it's so ancient, brother. And I don't want to butcher things and people get too attached to when you say a fucking word and it, you know like I understand word is magic. Anyways, you're sweet board. so talking about reincarnation, the the connection between, I think there's a spiritual resonance from where you're at in the cosmic fabric, wherever the soul goes to in the ether, and why and how it correlates to our understandings and interpretations of the the stars, which I guess can be stars, uh, stars of the sky, you know, it's, it's art, right, you know, and it's also an art interpreting that and putting that into like seeing a bowl from these stars and connecting these constellations, like, come on, you know, that's art. That's, that's, that's some of the most profound art. Mm-hmm. And so if reincarnation is real and there is this ethereal place where soul and spirit goes, I think that it correlates to resonance to the earth and the sky as above so below. And so I think the zodiac correlates to that somehow down here, like, even if it's flipped in reverse, I don't know. This is just intuitive kind of feeling on this. And so, we're coming back to, like, where the soul gets choose and live, where it's born, when and why, I think is important to your soul journey on the, on the big level of, like, what is our major soul journey? The reason that we chose to be here and why, and why is it at that location? You know, when you start to really dig inside yourself and ask yourself why, you'll find out that your surrounding area is the reason why. And there's a reason that you chose that. And the places that you've traveled to, even if it's unconsciously, were cho- choices that your soul and spirit potentially has made hundreds of years ago or something like that, you know? And so I think there's a correlation to these magnetic spots here on Earth that also are in the skies. And so that's as above so below it's ancient hermetic philosophy you know and the father the son the holy spirit the trismegistus bro connecting all that shit together like you know you have your soul your spirit you have your physical body and then you have the earth or whatever reality is and that's like you know it's all fucking predetermined by our spirit and our soul and that's okay you know free will yeah, free will exists. That's the whole question, right? You get into it like, oh, free will exists, man? It's like, yes, yeah, fucking free will does exist. But when you are in tune with your spirit, that's ultimate free will. You're doing your ultimate soldier, bro. Your ultimate fucking expound exploration on the fucking cosmos, on the earth, in your consciousness. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's all fractal. Everything is fucking fractal, man. It's like jumping into a pool of jello, man. It's like woo. And so anyways, there's correlation to the places that we travel, absolutely no doubt.
0: Well, and that's that's what's so cool about what we were discussing the last time we talked on the phone, not recorded, but we were talking about this idea of traveling around and listener input required because synchronistically that will be determining where we go you know like let's say we we know of certain areas that we want to get to but we're not necessarily going to be able to afford to go to any of those areas unless there are people who meet us there right that's kind of how this whole journey would be paid for so and I don't think that we're like you know Sam Tripoli where we're going to reach like thousands and thousands and thousands of people and be able to go to you know big cities i think what's going to happen is we're going to realize that there are pockets of listeners in certain weird places and yeah maybe that might be you know what you would expect the stereotypical Places somewhere like you know Sedona, Arizona, where people are into this kind of stuff, or what's another place on the East Coast? We got Asheville, North Carolina, kind of has like a hippie kind of vibe, and but you know that's that's been kind of commercialized now. So I'm thinking we'll just gravitate towards whoever, wherever people are, and particularly, I'll tell you what, with my show and my audience, I've got. Uh, a couple really awesome folks in the Ohio River Valley. That includes Indiana, Ohio, Western Pennsylvania. And we even have some folks in like South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky that have reached out to us. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some. <laughs> well, that's a very specific. Yeah, that's a pretty specific like middle East Coast area. We do have some listeners, which, you know, is expected out your way. California is pretty huge, so a lot of podcast listeners out that way. Shout out to my homie Sylvester. He's one of the OG Patreons. But, yeah, and then New England. We got some homies up here in New England. Some places that I don't hear a lot from, I'll say, is like, up until recently, I didn't hear a lot from, like, the Great Lakes, like Wisconsin, Michigan, Uh Illinois. Until I started, I, you know, there's a new podcaster, shout out to Shane Jones, he's out there in Detroit. But I just talked to a guy named Chad Stemke, who, if you... Oh my god, dude. You know Chad? <laughs> I love Chad. Dude.
1: I was one of the guys on T.A. Temple Hat. oh no, sorry, T. they got me to fucking pay Greg. I was just like, okay. I listened to Chad Jefferson, <laughs> and I was just like, I need to become a fucking full-time member. Again, so, I, think I like had done it and then I I backed off. But yeah, Chad fucking off. Awesome.
0: He just got on Telegram. I'm I'm gonna make sure right now that he's in your Telegram as well. But yeah, he just jumped on Telegram. We did a a podcast a few days ago and it was going good. We didn't have uh, a lot of time, so I'm like Chad, we got to come back for part two, make this a bigger, longer episode. And he was game, so stay tuned for that. Maybe that's already out by the time this is out. Who knows? But. Anyways, we want to, yeah, we want to travel around, but particularly right now, this year, you have, cause that, that's going to happen. The, the us traveling around, homie Romy and I, and whoever's brave enough to come with us, that will happen. Maybe not this year. Hopefully, if it does happen this year, we can, you know, have a vehicle, a nice van, or a convoy of vans to get around in. But this year, I know you got plans out there in hawaii and that's pretty much why i said hey come on the show right now because you said hey y'all if anybody is interested our hawaii farm project you wanted to plug it it would be an honor dude the honor's all mine it's always a great time having you on the show and yeah you invited us to make it out to the island so that's fucking cool a retreat for podcasters and researchers mm-hmm. did i give away too much tell us about this no that's exa- that's the information i'm trying to put out exactly to it i want want the
1: retreat itself to be a place that i think is kind of like known in the truth community you know like i hate that fucking word but you know right you know what i mean you know in in the realm because I want it to be a place where people can kind of comment, like, maybe they can journal hard and they can have some, some informational downloads. Like, I want it to be a safe, awesome place. And also, it's going to be a fully functioning farm. And that's, like, the main thing that we're doing. So, it was originally going to be a farm, a, just a small one-acre farm. I was just going to grow all of the all of the veggies and start growing vanilla bean and black peppercorn. And, you know, obviously, it's going to start coffee trees, cocoa trees, and coconut trees. Those things will be a few years, but the automatic stuff will be fruits and veggies. And then I was talking to the Grime American guys and Darren and Graham, amazing humans, and they do contact at the cabin. And they're like, Well, they said we're going to do it in Oahu, but you know, Oahu isn't completely locked down yet. And I was like, Well, the thing is about the island changes, they're all very special and they all have their own history. But Owaza doesn't have an active live volcano. Big Island does. I think if you're going to, you know, host something on the island, why not make it be the current living island, the island that is just flourishing with magmatic energy? And they were like, fuck yeah. So they said, let's do it on your property. And I was like, either better. So then that made me think of the idea of, well, if I'm going to build structures and make like a little campsite, you know, kind of retreat for contact with the cabin, why not try to make it more of a permanent thing? And, you know, I've been a cook for my entire life of working kitchens, unfortunately, so that's fine, I guess, but for, for my entire life. So I have a passion for making food, and so we're going to be growing food. So you get to come out, you get to eat, we'll tour around, you know, the island, we'll show you guys Gila side, Palapana, the north side, Waimea. Kona side, the sunny side where I reside, and and yeah, you know all the all the things and all the places. And so, anybody who wants to donate onto the GoFundMe, you know, it's it's massively appreciated. I'm kind of saying this really crazy, outlandish thing of if you donate one hundred dollars or more, I will pick you up from the airport and let you stay on the farm for for basically free you know, you you can just stay there for the time if you donate one hundred dollars or more onto the GoFundMe, and we've had a couple people do that already, and I'm stoked. Like, thank you guys so much. Like, I could start crying about you know getting support from people. Like, it's just insane because you know it's just like I don't know. I I grew up in a very small town, shitty place in Washington, in Southwest Washington, and we didn't have a lot of money, and so like. You know, just the universe works in crazy beautiful ways and we just try to stay positive and be positive. And uh, you know, the universe has never ceased to amaze me. And uh, yeah, man. So just just trying to trying to be open to whatever (laughs) life has for us. But the ghost value is there and we're gonna close it out, I think, around like November, basically whenever we cut on the island, which will be after the harvest season of the current farm that I work on in California. And so I you know I'm sorry you again for being incredibly caffeinated and just spilling my heart
0: and beans out on the table. But, you know, it's that kind of day. No, don't be sorry, dude. I mean, like I said earlier, we've known each other for a year, and I'll admit it right now, I didn't even know where you grew up. I had I had an idea of who you are from our, our conversations. You may have told me where you grew up, and it just went in one year out the other, but yeah, man, I resonate with that pretty hard, like being from New England, Connecticut, you know, like we, our state probably has a reputation the opposite of Florida, right, being like highfalutin and fucking rich people, but no, I grew up very similar, you know, not a lot of money, just kind of really just thinking, all right, well, I'm just gonna have to get some kind of job and take what I can get kind of approach, and Oh man, this podcast has really just like exploded, destroyed and reintegrated all of those stupid things into something so much more amazing, which I think you share uh, the vision of as well, which is like this new passion, this new life, this new opportunity that doing something you love, you know, brings upon. And it can happen to anybody listening, whether they start a podcast or not, or whether they have this sort of opportunity that came to you, you know, because you didn't realize this farm would come into your life, you know, maybe two, three years ago, but synchronicity had it that you karmically opened yourself up for that receiving. And here's the blessings of that, man. And, you know, you've been nothing but a kind, positive, amazing, very, you know, insightful lighthouse in my podcasting world so dude don't even don't don't even feel the need to apologize you are right at home and welcome to express yourself however you see fit homie Romy, and and yeah man it's it's fucking awesome because although i don't have uh, a gofundme people do send one-time donations to me every now and then specifically when i ask for it in the extended outro my car recently shit the bed so i've been asking people for help with that still need help with that but yeah man if i was in a better position i would buy myself a little timeshare slot on your awesome farm i'm sure i'm welcome either way but i definitely promise to support you uh financially when i have when I have the, the means to, you know, cause that's what I'm all about is, is giving back. And that's why I started Alt media United because I realized like, you know, that's probably the best way I could help out other podcasters and, and help myself in the, in the, in the way of it too. So, you know, here we are, brother fucking spilling both of our hearts out. Now (laughs) you have no reason to feel ashamed because we're both guilty spilling our hearts out what are you doing listener how come you haven't spilt your heart out yet hit us up on telegram tell us how you're feeling for real though like yeah do it people go over to telegram telegram is fucking tight i i like it you got a good telegram group i gotta say you know people who are listening who are not already in the rising from the ashes telegram get in there okay i i I have like four hundred people, but you know, half half of these people they sign up and then they delete their Telegram account, and then their account just exists in your group as like a deleted account. So it looks like you got all these people, when in reality it's it's only a couple hundred people. And I'm sure all those people who signed up and then deleted their Telegram are are supportive and wanted to check it out, and it just wasn't for them. But yeah, it is it is cool that we have you know, actual friends now I can say, in my case, that I've made through the telegram group. You know, people who support on Patreon get access to like a, a smaller telegram that I have. So it's just them and you know that is a, also sort of a unique place. But yeah, everybody who's listening, please go join the Rising from the Ashes telegram. Put a hundred dollars down and get yourself a spot What's the name of this farm? How how would I title it? And, and you know what what do we call uh, it?
1: I think I think we're going with a, a really cheesy name called Time to Farm, but the time is felt like time deer.
0: Okay, Time so to more, Farm. Call it Time Farm. Yeah, Time Farm. All right, so that's what it's known time as farm. a business. That's how. <laughs> that's that's how it's known on a, on a business level, on a local level, but in the podcasting community, we like to have nicknames and add a little flair to things. So have you thought about maybe calling it like podcaster time portal and you spell the time, like the herb or something like that? I don't know. Just, just like, or like, or, and I know this is a little far out cause you're not going to be on the island for until towards the end of the year, which is coming up way sooner than shit. I mean, it's already June but but yeah Yeah. are you gonna maybe do like an exclusive live show from the farm that would be dope call it the time oh
1: oh goodness 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 (laughs) time tube time tube tube portals pot there's a lot of things you know i haven't actually thought too much on the name aspect because like my mind has been all infrastructure I'm working on a sketch right now to, to put up. We're going to get some aerial photos here soon. And then we'll put up little sketches about So, uh, But name is also very important. So that's going to be my next venture here, trying to figure out what the fuck the name is going to be. Name? Okay, let me ask you this. But, and then we should sign off, okay? Because it's a lot. A lot of, one of the for these people, they need to leak. <laughs> Leak their full bladders at some point. But amazingly, my feet are still in this. Name synchronizations, dude. Name synchronations are fucking nuts out of their gourd. I'm wondering if there's some strange archetype that fills people's personalities slightly with the names that they have. Let me tell you this one that came up during the Henry Flagler research. So Henry Flagler's second wife is Ida Alice Shroud Flagler. They, they hyphenated their name. So her real name, her boyer name is Ida Alice Shroud and then it got hyphenated to Flagler. So her ghost is seen in the Ponce de Leon. It's one of the four major ghosts that multiple people have recognized in, in the Ponce de Leon Hotel, which is now Flagler College, which is a all women's or at one point was an all women's liberal college. So now I just It's open all sections, but there's a lot of women who attend the Henry Flagler Liberal Arts College, okay? (laughs) Because it's also known very well that Henry Henry Flagler had three different wives, and he also had mistresses during all of his wives. One of the mistresses, very much so, in the room of mirrors, otherwise known as the psychomantium, which was very heavy in the spiritualist movement of the late 19th century, Crowley, some other names that I'm 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 not going to mention, but the, you know the, the the age of spiritualism, where the Ouija board basically became popular and learning about mirrors and and kind of transferring uh, spirits in mirrors, this whole fucking thing, and they built a psychomantium in this room, and so Henry's second wife, Ida Alice Strauss-Wagler, was actually an actress at one point. She was an actress, she was a failed actress, and she was taking care of Henry's first wife, who was deathly ill. And then they ended up later getting married, okay? So she was heavily into spiritualism and holding seances. And this is Henry's wife. So Henry wasn't a part of these seances. No, no, no. That's his wife's thing. Okay? And and, and all this stuff. So Alice flag is a very famous ghost in South Carolina. Now, I know, you know, when you look back at history, there are people that have a thing similar names, like names get traveling carried throughout time. And at some point in time, there's more people with more names, you know, at that time. Or what did we do with that same name at that time? You know, like a popular name at one point was Alice, obviously, right? Or Allison. And so, I thought it was really interesting that one of Alice, or Ida Alice Flagler, Ida Alice Straub Flagler and Alice Flag are two famous ghosts within almost 150 miles of each other around the same time period, but she got married into the name Flagler and her, you know, she was called Alice. That was like one of the names that she was called Ida Alice, you know, she went by Alice mainly. And so it's Alice Flagler and Alice Flagg are two famous ghost. And I think that is weird. I think it's interesting. Namespeak growth. Okay, let me give you the other one. Henry Flagler and Henry Plant. The two guys that developed fucking Florida together. If you go to Google right now and type in Henry Flagler and Henry Plant, you'll find a video of the two men that fucking established Florida. And it's basically because Henry Plant established the, the inner side, which is the, the Gulf Coast there, and then Henry Flagler planted the Atlantic side. And, but there were two Henrys. Plant and Flagler. They planted the fucking flag. Dude, I don't know. Like, what? They're both named Henry? <laughs> one got one side, one got the other, and then when he put it all together, they planted the flag of Florida. Like, I I don't know what's going on, but there's fucking names things with these people. And they were doing seances willingly. Like, it says that. Alice Proud was Alex stroud Wagler was doing seances in the age and rise of spiritualism. And then you look up the spiritualist camp of Florida, which is called Casadega. Casadega, Florida was one of the biggest spiritualist towns still to this day. And it's right outside of St. Augustine, Florida, right between Orlando and that. So it's like you have all of these people doing all of this energy work and then you have people like Gabe who do this amazing research called territories, where, you know, the, the Scorpio card, the death card, the hangman, you know, all that shit. They're, they're all in this like Southwest or Southeast area. You know, New Orleans is known for the black magic. You have Memphis, Tennessee. Come on, you know, that's patriotism, dude. Like they took Memphis, the ancient fucking city in Egypt and, and, and with mass and death symbolism they took out an ancient indigenous line and they put the city of Memphis there. And, dude, I'm fucking sorry, if I'm rambling, bro. It is just nuts. Everything is blowing
0: my mind all the time. Dude, no need to apologize. That is my mind blowing. Did you hear that explosion? There's another one. Holy shit. Homie, Romy here at last here again dude thank you so much this is fucking awesome i did not expect to go this deep this probably will even just become its own episode it's we've gone over the hour but that's all right dude tell them where they can find you tell them where they can sign up tell them where they can send you some money so they can become a part of the Time to Farm Farm.
1: Thank you, Mark. I love you very much, brother. too. From the ashes, podcast, basically, like, look at that, you know, just Google it. You'll find out where to listen, where on Spotify, all the apply. As for the GoFundMe page, if you would like to donate and sign up for the timeshare, as Mark kindly put it, there'll be a link. There'll be a link in the show notes. I assume I'll just plug like the that and or you can hit me up directly on Telegram. It's homie Romy, homie Romy, and yeah, I think it's pretty much straightforward
0: from there, dude. Fucking thank you again.
1: i never know we, We've done a couple of these so far, and they're they're always very different. I love
0: it. Agreed, agreed, and that's why we ought to do something more regularly because I do feel like we have our own homie Romy Mystic Mark flow. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Please go folks, if you're not already on the Rising from the Ashes Telegram, do it now. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on an app, search Rising for the Ashes from the sorry, search for Rising from the Ashes in that same podcast app. It's bound to be there. It's I'll give, you know, I'll give you $5 if it's not. So, with that, Thank you. you. (laughs) With that, thank you so much, folks, for listening. And enjoy the moment wherever you are in the now. And this is how we're starting off June, ripping through... Fantastic guests, new and old, returning and newcomers. I don't know why I just repeated myself, but here we are in the homie Romy outro, baby. And every time my friend Roman joins us on the show, it's a good time. It's a mystic banter flow and I kind of let him take the wheels, take the reins. And this was a shorter episode. I'll admit this was only an hour, but that week, homie Romy and I did a to our Patreon episode for his Patreon. So I'm gonna include a little song that he created for that Patreon. And if you're interested, which I hope you are, go and check that out. Um, It's on the Rising From the Ashes podcast Patreon. We talked Skull and Bones, a subject that I've been researching lately. As far as June goes, I mean, man, we have had some fire episodes lately some bangers as Sam Tripley likes to say really really awesome stuff so June kicked off June 1st with Andre Vassan the Mayan dream spell then Chris Matthews from Forbidden Knowledge News talking about his newest endeavor and a psychedelic experience he had next Chad Stemke talking about the Detroit Egypt connection and some star forts and now this episode with the homie Romy, and guess what This episode's coming out on a Tuesday, which if you're listening on Tuesday, June 7th, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to the show the day of. It's awesome because I'm recording this yesterday. For you, it's yesterday, but for me, you're hearing this tomorrow. Yeah. Putting it out on a Tuesday. Normally, we put episodes out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Sometimes we take Fridays off depending on how much content I have, Uh, but we always put Monday you know monday and wednesday out but this week we're doing monday tuesday wednesday and friday yes that's right because i'm weird like that i am weird like that and mark Mars tuesday Tuesday. uh tuesday is the the planet of mars so yeah we'll put this episode out on a tuesday And then Wednesday, we got a very, very special guest who I'm very excited to have on the show. Uh, And then Friday, Illuminati confirmed episode 10. So big week and a big month for June, trying to carry that momentum from May through June, from April through May through June a bunch of other podcasts that i do as well the free thinker society with mike romanelli every week every wednesday we record every thursday or friday the episode comes out we do a podcast with michael juan called your handbook for the apocalypse you can find that on the susquehanna alchemy podcast feed just search susquehanna s-u-s-q-u-e-h-a-n-n-a alchemy in any podcast app and you'll find That show that I do every week with Michael Wan, we have almost 30 episodes there. And I can tell just by the download numbers that most of you haven't checked it out yet. So what are you waiting for? Go check it out. It's called Your Handbook for the Apocalypse. And while you're there, you can also check out another awesome show that Michael Wan does with Ross Ben called From the 40th Parallel. Two great shows, one RSS feed. What are you waiting for? And of course, go support both of those folks on YouTube, where you can get in touch with the 40th parallel flow the mysticism anyways here we are in the now moving forward to the next moment and that's all folks you can support the show on patreon rockfin you can join our community on telegram and be a part of the ongoing conversation that is the telegram chat or if you want You can join the Patreon and get access to an exclusive Telegram chat for only patrons. And if you're a patron already and you haven't got the link to the Telegram yet, hit me up. I'll send it to you. Um, And yeah, join in there. We do monthly meetups via Zoom. We got to schedule the June meetup real soon. And everybody who signs up on the Patreon gets a spirit animal name plus access to the Illuminati confirmed bonus show. Uh, which there's about 20 of those now. We recorded a whole bunch of shows in the past few months. We really went overboard <laughs> before Juan had his second kid because we thought he'd be out for a while. But it seems like Juan's a Juan's, a, you know, he's like a vampire or something. He doesn't get any sleep. He just podcasts all the time. Takes care of his kids. Podcasts takes care of his kids. He, you know, somebody ought to go and check on him, but anyways support the show keep me on the audio airwaves keep this audio train on the internet tracks help me out folks i can't do it without you and now for the first time you can support us on cash app you can support us on venmo paypal it's up to you it's all in the episode description so don't neglect that don't sleep on that i spend a lot of time I spent a lot of time writing out an episode description and I put all the links to everything that we mentioned in the show, in the episode description. And I also put all of the music to give shout outs to all the great musicians who help make this show sound as cool as it does. So with that folks, please, I'm ever grateful for your undying love and support, and I'd love to see you on the Patreon and until then have a great moment, wherever you are in the now peace.